The Kings have won two in a row. We'll recap a win over the Wild and preview the Kings-Bruins game and read your questions and comments on a feedback Saturday on this edition of Locked On LA Kings. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love for you to leave us a positive comment on Apple Podcasts if you're a fan of the show. And we're also on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked On LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for almost 30 years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast. It's a weekly NHL review show that's putting out content for the last 17 years and a passionate L.A. Kings fan for over 30 years. Real quick, there was no episode on Friday because I got COVID again. I don't know how that's possible. I was under the impression that once you got it, you were like immune to it for a while. Um, But I guess there's something called bounce back COVID. It's very rare, and I'm lucky enough to got it, uh, to have gotten it again. So, I was I was really feeling bad on Friday. I just couldn't do a show. Uh, I'm sure if, if you've watched the show for a while, you know, you may know that um, I kind of pride myself on being able to do a show every day. I've done shows when I've been sick before, and it really bothered me that I couldn't do a show on Friday. So here I am on Saturday, feeling better and doing the show. And uh, so hopefully, um, you guys can uh, give me a little bit of a pass on not having that show on Friday. You know, we are. Uh, talking about how uh, we were your show every day so uh and i'm the type of person that it really bugs me if i don't do what i'm supposed to do uh it's so anyway there's that so we do have a show today on saturday it's it's a little bit different a little bit weird but anyway let's get into the show uh the la kings made it two wins in a row uh wrapping up their mini two game road trip with a 7-3 win over minnesota uh we have been looking for the kings to get off the good starts and they scored four goals in the first period against Minnesota to have a 4-2 lead after one. So, obviously, that was good. Uh, P.L. Dubois scored two goals in 12 seconds. Carl Grundstrom had a goal, and defenseman Vladislav Gavrikov chipped in with a goal as well. Uh, there was a scoreless second period. Trevor Moore then scored his team-leading fourth goal of the season in the third period. And then it was Adrian Kempe and Blake Lazat scoring a couple of empty netters to ice the victory. All four lines for the Kings had at least one goal, so balanced scoring. you got to love that. And I did want to talk about Pierre-Luc Dubois for a second. And yes, he does need to improve uh, what he does in the faceoff circle, but it's still early. But I really like what I've seen from him so far. I didn't get a chance to see him much when he was in Winnipeg and kind of see what he brought to the table. But uh, if you saw that first goal he scored against Winnipeg, um, I'm sorry, against uh, Minnesota, the first of his two goals. Really impressed with how he uses his size and his strength. Uh, he was chasing down a puck that was put into the Minnesota end, and I thought there's no way he's going to beat this smaller defenseman to the puck. But I was hoping he would use his size and strength to, to create a turnover, and that could lead to an opportunity for the Kings. No. He outskates this uh, smaller player who you would thought would be faster, but I guess that big, long stride of Dubois was able to get him to get his body in front of the defender, and then he shields him off 
from the puck as he kicks the puck from his skate up to his stick. Now, he barely, barely got a piece of the puck uh, that then went into the net. If he hadn't just grazed the puck, then he would have kicked the puck and it wouldn't have been a goal. But to me, him using his speed and his size and his strength on that goal was so impressive. And uh, that's just some of the talent that he brings to the table for the Kings. So I've been really impressed with what I've seen from P.L. Dubois so far. I don't think he's taken a penalty. I know there were some Jets fans who uh, were commenting on one of our episodes uh, you know, when we got when the trade went down, we had some Jets fans come on and make some comments about, oh, he takes a lot of dumb penalties. I have not seen that. Maybe he's taken one. And I don't even think that one, if he did, was a bad penalty. So, again, it's early. It, it, you know, the, the season will play itself out. But for me, what I've seen from P.L. Dubois so far has been really impressive. And I think he's been a great addition so far for the L.A. Kings. And after getting that goal in Winnipeg against his old team, he gets two against Minnesota. Solid start for the season for him. Now, I said on Thursday's show, in addition to seeing the Kings finally get off to a good start, which they did, uh, I would like to see the Kings be better on the power play, in particular the number one power play unit. Well, against Minnesota, the Kings did score seven goals, but they did not have a power play. Now, I'm not saying they didn't have a power play goal. They didn't get a single power play opportunity in that game against Minnesota. So hard to judge the power play being better when they got no opportunities. So hopefully that will come in the next game later today against Boston. However, I will comment on the Kings penalty kill four for four on the PK against Minnesota. And the Kings have now killed off 14 of 15 power play against so far this season. They have not allowed a power play goal in their last three games. So we'll have to say, and you know, for those of you who are skeptical about Todd McClellan and he is supposedly known as being a good teacher, um, I would say so far, you got to give him and his staff a ton of credit for what's been going on with the Kings penalty kill. So hopefully that continues. Uh, it definitely has a different look to it. We know they're more aggressive, but it's uh, so far it's getting the job done. So kudos uh, to the LA Kings for what's going on with the penalty kill right now. Uh, Cam Talbot once again had a great game, not quite as good as the game against Winnipeg, in my opinion, but still had several key saves in key moments in that game against Minnesota, I think in particular the Jonas Brodeen save he had late in the second period that could have maybe changed the momentum of the game, gotten the crowd back into it, and maybe jumpstart the Minnesota Wild for the third period, but that didn't happen. He made the save. And uh, again, uh, some key saves for him. There was a one bad bounce off the boards that led to a goal, but all in all, I thought another solid outing for Cam Talbot after that first game that he had. He's been very, very good in the last two games, and I've said this before. I love what Phoenix Copley did last year, but I don't remember many really big saves for Phoenix Copley, right? He did he did what he had to do. He stopped the shots he was supposed to shop, stop, stop. But just making those big, big saves in the key moments, I've seen that a couple times already from Cam Talbot. So I'm really encouraged with the last two performances from Cam Talbot. Again, making those big saves, not just the routine saves, but coming up with the big saves in the key moments. Um, we're going to need that going into the playoffs. There's going to be a couple of moments where the Kings make a mistake here or there, and they're going to need their goalie to bail them out. And I, I from what I've seen in, in the last two games, uh, certainly should, to me, see, I see that Cam Talbot has that ability, and I think that's that's very encouraging. I do want to give out our three stars uh, of the game for the Minnesota win, which is what we're going to do after every Kings win. Uh, an honorable mention to Andre Kopitar, who played in his 1,296th game all as a member of the LA Kings, 
He's now tied with Dustin Brown for the most games played in franchise history, and he will break that record later tonight against the Boston Bruins. That's going to be uh, it's going to be awesome to see, and well deserved by I think when it's all said and done, the greatest LA King ever, Andre Kopitar. Um, awesome. The captain is still getting it done, and uh, be great to see him get that get honored tonight. Uh, against the Boston Bruins. The number three star, though, for me in the game against Minnesota, I'm going to go with Cam Talbot. Uh, three goals against, 32 shots on. Uh, and again, uh, you know, one of those goals he allowed was on a bad bounce. Um, I, I still thought he had a very solid game, made some key saves and some key moments. So I'm going to give Cam Talbot our number three star of the game. Number two star, maybe a little bit of a surprise, but I'm going to go with defenseman Vladislav Gavrikov, who had a big goal, finished a plus three and played solid defense in the game. Uh, he does. We were told Vladislav Gavrikov was a defensive defenseman, and he is. But unlike, say, Mikey Anderson, Gavrikov knows when to go to the net. He's got this interesting kind of uh, not. I don't know. He's got a sense of when it's safe to go to the net without putting, you know, the defense in jeopardy. He's got good timing. And uh, on that goal, he went to the net. And was able to put in a, a shot and uh, with traffic in front. So uh, I thought I saw Gavrikov. Yeah, defensive defenseman, okay, but he does have a sense of when to make a move offensively or when to go to the net. And and more often than not, it's the right decision. And it was on that goal. My number one star is P.L. Dubois. Two goals in twelve seconds. Again, love that first goal where he used his size and strength, and uh, just love what he's done so far. For the LA Kings, has been uh, been very positive early returns for Pierre Luc Dubois. So I want to I want to say this, and I know we are a little bit excited about the way the Kings have played over the last two games. They're playing better hockey, um, and certainly showing uh, what their offense can do. Um, but I really think the Kings have not played a complete three periods of hockey yet. So the encouraging thing is we're seeing some success. We're seeing some some good offense. Um, we're seeing some timely saves, but there's still things to clean up for sure with the LA Kings. So, uh, you know, instead of looking at keys going forward for the key for the Kings, we still want to get off to better starts. Um, I think that's still a priority because that leads to playing three solid periods of hockey. But I would say that's the next goal to me looking for the Kings, three solid periods of hockey, not perfect hockey, because there's always going to be mistakes here and there, but Can they put three solid periods of hockey together, offensive and defensive? Um, I think that's that's still something we haven't seen yet, and that's that's encouraging because the Kings have been pretty good in their last two games, but still looking for that really solid three periods. All right, I do want to do a quick preview of the game coming up against the Boston Bruins. We're going to do that here next on Lockdown LA Kings, your team every day. Uh, are you one of those people that's prepared? Uh, I'm not, but thankfully for me, I have a wife that is. She's got an earthquake kit, and she's always prepared for everything. And uh, I, I kind of make fun of her, and then I, and then when something bad happens, I realize how smart she is and how dumb I am. I know that she would love to get a Jace case. Uh, Jace case is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. Goodness knows. In the world today, you never know what can happen. We obviously learned that with the pandemic, and that can lead to supply chain shortages for medications. With the Jace case, you can customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your unique needs. Choose the medications that best fit for you and your family. 
Jace is continually working to expand their medication offerings, and you can buy a gift card for family or loved ones so that they can get a Jace case of their own. Just go to jacemedical.com and enter the promo code Locked On at checkout for a $20 discount to your order. That's promo code Locked On at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. And if you want the perfect combination of feel good and look good, I have one word for you, and that is bird dogs. What are bird dogs? Well, let me tell you, these are shorts uh, that are amazing, and they do have the underwear built in them. It sounds weird, but it really isn't. This, this liner that's built in, it makes them very, very comfortable. And you may think that, oh, I don't need that. No, you do need that. Uh, I can tell you from my personal experience, these shorts feel amazing, but they also look good. and Usually things that look good don't necessarily feel good. I know when I wear my my real comfortable shorts around the house or whatever, and they're kind of old and, uh, you know, they've been around the block a few times. And then, you know, I, I wear some nice clothes out to a casual dinner and maybe they're not the most comfortable thing in the world. But bird dogs honestly feel amazing and, and look good. Uh, it's the perfect combination. You guys need to check it out. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on NHL or enter the promo code locked on at checkout. They'll even throw in a free bird dog water bottle with your purchase just because they're nice. That's birddogs.com slash locked on NHL for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise. All right. Do you want to do a, a quick uh, preview of the game tonight uh, against the Boston Bruins? Uh, Bruins coming to town undefeated. 3-0 on the season. Uh, they picked up a 3-1 win in their last game in San Jose on Thursday. Uh, they've also picked up wins over the Predators and the Blackhawks. And despite the nice start to the season, this is not the same Boston Bruins team from a year ago. If you know the NHL, uh, last year the Bruins set an NHL record for most wins and points in a single season, 65 wins and 135 points. Unfortunately for them, they were bounced in the first round of the playoffs after having a 3-1 lead against Florida. But they had some major changes in the offseason. You would think, why in the world would that happen after having a historical season? Well, their top two centers decided to retire, Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci. Uh, so that obviously has been a huge factor uh, for the team. They also traded away former league MVP Taylor Hall. Uh, the Bruins are still led by a couple of very talented players, their new captain, Brad Marchand, and also forward David Pasternak. Uh, they've got two solid goalies in last year's Vezina Trophy winner, Linus Ulmark, and backup Jeremy Swayman is solid as well. Um, a bit of breaking news uh, here on Saturday for the Bruins. They will not have forward Jake DeBrusque in the lineup tonight because he missed a team meeting, and so he's been suspended for the game. And he was skating on their top line with Pavel Zaka and David Pasternak. Former King Milan Lucic is slated to take his spot on the top line, so a significant player out of the lineup the Boston Bruins tonight. As for our LA Kings, not expected to have any lineup changes from the last two games, the two wins, and Cam Talbot is apparently going in net once again. So Todd McClellan saying, uh, let's keep this momentum going while we can. Uh, should be a good one between the Kings and Bruins. It should be a great night at Crypto.com Arena with Andre Kobitar making history. I am very sad I will not be able to get out there, but hopefully one day soon I'll actually be able to get out and see an LA Kings game uh, in person. Well, it is a Friday, and that means it is, well, it's not a Friday. It's a Saturday, <laughs> but it's uh, it's still kind of a Friday, and so that means we've got some uh, feedback to uh, to do. It's a, it's a feedback 
Friday slash Saturday show. So let's read some of your emails from this week. And we've got two emails from Court Delane, Idaho. I got to assume these guys know each other, that maybe one of them turned on the other to the show. I don't know. But if you guys don't know each other, if we have two passionate LA Kings fans in Court Delane, Idaho, you guys need to get together and watch some Kings games. But our first Court Delane email comes from Gary. And as uh, as usual, Gary has included a couple of pictures, which obviously you can't see, not even on the YouTube channel. But Gary, you're looking really good in that purple throwback L.A. Kings Marcel Dion uh, jersey. Very nice. And then he also included a picture of him with Marcel, Marcel Dion many, many years ago. Uh, so a throwback picture as well. So always, always enjoy the pictures you include, Gary. Uh, but Gary says, I wanted to give you kudos for battling through COVID. Yeah, well, still doing it. Uh, he says, in keeping uh, the Locked on Kings podcast going, hope you're feeling better. I am today. I wasn't yesterday. Uh, he says, uh, also, I got my tickets for the Kings Kraken game December 16th at Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle. Really looking forward to going to the game. For reference, the drive from Court Delaney, Idaho to Seattle is about 40 minutes longer than driving from Los Angeles to Vegas. Okay. Uh, he says, now to the Kings. I feel like they are starting to gel as a unit. While it's a bummer that Arvidsson is injured, I like Kalia playing with Moore and Deneau. It's amazing what a non-concussed Trevor Moore can contribute. Also, I was not sure what to expect from Andreas England, but I feel like he's been steady, physical, and not making mistakes. I did notice in the Winnipeg game, they switched Spence to partner with Gabrikov and England with Roy. Uh, last great interview with Nick Nixon. Uh, let's get Bob Miller next. Thanks, Eddie, for all you do. Go, Kings go. Our next email from Court Delane is from Thomas Gandy, and he says, greetings from another lifelong Kings fan and every dayer as an expat refugee here in Court Delane. Uh, like your other listener, kudos on pronouncing it correctly. Well, thank you. I, sometimes I, I say, th say things right. It says, I've been watching the Kings since 87 on Prime Ticket and have been out of Cali since 2019. I even wore a Kings sweater out hunting today. I uh, wanted to weigh in on the Velarde versus Dubois trade i too like many kings fans were excited to see what gabe would finally bring to the table once healthy i also feel like what he did last season um i also like what he did last season but two things keep going through my mind when thinking about the trade for dubois number one everybody assumes gabe was happy in la i can't help but wonder if in fact they traded him because they knew from conversations with gabe that he felt he deserved a bigger role or wanted to play on a team in canada i don't know but everyone seems to assume rob blake made the trade against gabe's wishes Number two, once Velarde is injured, I sympathize with Jets fans uh, on Velarde's recent injury, and I wish him a speedy recovery, but this is more evidence that Velarde, uh, like RV, are potato chips, good but fragile. I'll take a healthy PLD over the unreliable Gabe any day. And oh yeah, Alex LaFerriere is my guy to watch. There is something that kid has that draws you in and makes you root for him. Uh, he more he looks more confident and NHL ready than QB. I don't know how long they'll keep him in the NHL, but I know when he is up, I look forward to seeing him on the ice, and I actively root for him to score. Can't say the same for all of our new young talent we've cultivated over the last five years. The kid has something. Anyway, as a fellow podcaster, I want to say great job. Enjoy hearing you without the co-host from the other show, but that's between you and me. Stay royal pony boy. Go Kings go. Is that a uh, lost, uh, not lost boys? What was that? The Outsiders? Is that a reference to the Outsiders? I don't know where that came from, but okay. Uh, as far as the Gabe Velarde thing, I never heard anything as far as Gabe Velarde being unhappy in LA. Um, I don't think that played a factor in any kind of a trade. 
involving him. Uh, I think it was just that um, the Kings felt like they could make it feels better. They knew they need to give up a, a, a good young piece uh, to get uh, something in return. And Velarde was the piece that Winnipeg wanted. And, you know, the injury issue thing with Velarde, it's there. Um, it's unfortunate. Some guys are just unlucky. Um, I, I wish him well as well. But, you know, you have to say when you saw him go down, it was kind of like, yeah, for some reason, it just seems like he can't stay healthy. But hopefully, uh, hopefully he'll be able to bounce back. Uh, we do have some more emails to read for you, and we'll try and sneak in some YouTube comments as well. We'll do that here on Lockdown LA Kings, your team every day. P.L. Dubois scores a hat trick and the L.A. Kings win the Stanley Cup. That sounds good, right? Well, you know what else sounds good? You winning 100 times your money by playing daily fantasy hockey on the Sleeper app. As the official daily fantasy app of the Locked on NHL Network, Sleeper is our top choice for daily fantasy sports, especially daily fantasy hockey. Austin Matthews of the Leafs started the season with back-to-back hat tricks. Is he going to stay hot or is he going to cool off? Well, with Sleeper, you can make bets on things like that based on more or less goals, assists, points, saves, and more. And Sleeper offers 100 times payout, 100 times. And although we all love the NHL, it's not always about hockey. You can uh, bet on Major League Baseball, the postseason going on right now. The NFL's in full swing, college football going on today as well. And the NBA starting soon, from what I'm told. Uh, now's a great time to get on in on all the amazing action, make the right picks, and you could win big. Use the promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's Locked on NHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Hey, the LA Kings play the Boston Bruins, 7.30 p.m. Pacific time. I will be watching on my TV. I wish I was there, but you can catch all the action of the hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search. LA Kings. A few more emails here to try and squeeze in. And thank you to everybody who took time to, to send in an email. This is from Everyday RJ. It says, glad to see the regular season underway. The first two games were shaky. By the way, um, actually, this never mind. Uh, he says, uh, the first two games were shaky at times, but I think the guys got their feet under them about halfway through the Carolina game. Shame we didn't get the second point in that one, but it showed a lot of character just to come back from a three-goal deficit to send the game into overtime. Copley looked terrible in the first half of that game, but much better in the second half. I hope he hasn't turned back into a pumpkin, and I suppose it's too early to say. So far this season, the team seems to fail less in front of Talbot than they do in front of Copley. I still think it's important for Copley to get some starts, though, because I think we will want Talbot to be fresh for the playoffs down the road. The offense looks very good, though, and I think the early returns on Dubois' trade are nothing but positive. Kings have scored 21 goals so far in 12 periods of play, and the competition has been pretty good so far. Everyone's uh, contributing to Kopitar is looking good. Been impressed by the youngsters, Byfield, Grunstrom, and Laferriere. The reemergence of Moore has also been great. I was a little worried he wouldn't live up to his extension, but now it looks like he could be a bargain. I'm predicting a 25-goal season for him, but uh, he is certainly on pace for much more than that. Just think we are doing this well, and Fiala hasn't scored yet, and Arvidsson's been out. I also think Coach Todd deserves some credit here. The PK looks much better, especially the zone entry defense. A lot of coaching uh, is done away from the game, and you can see the effect that T-Mac has had by looking at how well the team has improved on the PK this year as well as on the power play last year. I don't want to jinx it, but I think the Kings can have a deep playoff run this season if they stay healthy. Thanks, Eddie, and go Kings go. And that was from Everyday RJ. Our next email comes from Edwin. 
And he says, on your podcast, you gave a view, what is a stoppable or savable shot? I'm going to explain that from a goalie view since I am one. Savable saves are any shots that are low to the ice or uh, on your body without deflections or change in direction. What are not stoppable are, or savable shots are goals that go bar down, top corner, one-timers across the slot, deflections, and maybe breakaways depending on how the player shoots it. One example I disagree with you on is the shorthanded goal Copley allowed. That goal was allowed uh, and not savable because it was a one-timer. One-timers are harder to save to make because a goalie has to change positions skating sideways and more holes are open to score. Those saves are not routine, yet high quality. On a PK, if your team turns it over and has a breakaway or a two-on-one, that is more on the defense or the player who coughed it up because plays like that should not happen on a power play. With goalies like Talbot and Copley, we need to make the routine saves. I know Kings fans are used to Jonathan Quick's elite play since he did that for us to win two cups, Conn Smythe Trophy, and as a future Hall of Famer. Our current goalies are making... Uh, less than three million to so the expectations for them should be different because they are expected to be solid not elite like you've said many times make the saves that you need to make uh so too um uh so to me some stuff that you said was contradiction contradiction uh i feel like i just want to give you my opinion as a goalie i'm uh, not sure if you played the position so i wanted to have my input from a different point of view one final note congrats to captain andre kovatar for the most games played on saturday also, Kopi is getting closer to surpassing Marcel Dion in team uh, record franchise history. Kopitar, along with Dion, are my top five all-time Kings. Continue the great work on the podcast and go Kings go. Well, Edwin, thank you uh, for your goalie perspective on things. I have never played the position, uh, so I don't have your perspective. I would just say on that one, on the goal that you're talking about, um, I don't disagree with your point. It was a one-timer. It was a two-on-one shorthanded. But the shot was from far out. It wasn't from in close. I thought Copley had time to get his glove on it, but it was not an easy save. So I, I get your point. I really do. I, I could be wrong on that one. Uh, let's squeeze in one more email. This is from Chris in Northern Nevada. He says, uh, two great showings for the Kings on the road. If you take away the sloppy start against Winnipeg in the first period, the Kings have played lights out, in my opinion. You can see why the Kings added PLD. The offense is explosive on three lines now. Not many teams can match up the third line with PLD and Fiala on it. Uh, this team will be relentless on the attack this season. Happy to see the PK staying strong, too. Can't remember the last time the Kings went three games in a row without giving up a power play goal. Impressive, to say the least. Hopefully, they can bring the energy back to Staples. I mean, crypto. Uh, keep up the good work. Love all the crossover episodes during the offseason. You've had some great guests. Go, Kings, go. Uh, boy, this uh, this show was a little bit more packed than I was uh, than I was ex expecting. So didn't get to all the emails or all of the YouTube comments. But thank you guys so much uh, for all of your your comments uh, and all of your uh, emails that you sent. Really appreciate it. As I say every week, uh, the feedback show is not possible without your participation. So thank you to everyone who chimed in on the show. And again, sorry that it's uh, it's a Saturday show instead of a Friday show, but hopefully you guys will still get to check this out over the weekend, and hopefully you will uh, you will enjoy it. And uh, looking forward to the game against Boston tonight. For you everydayers, those of you that listen and watch every day, Monday's show will obviously be a recap uh, of the game against the Boston Bruins. I will also tell you about any Kings news that comes out over the weekend, and we'll also give you an Ontario rain update as well. Uh, if you want to send an email at any point, uh, it's always appreciated. The email address is lockedoneddie at gmail.com, E-D-D-I-E, -E, and you can always post your comments on the YouTube episodes. And we'd love for you to stay interactive with us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram. We are at 
Locked On LA Kings. I'm Eddie Garcia. Thank you for listening and watching this episode of Locked On LA Kings, part of Locked On Podcast Network. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. And as always, go Kings go.